I, I wanted to start this call with, and I know I'm sure that everybody here has already heard, but um, you know, Sarah Middleton did retire. Um, she retired on Friday. Um, we're going to miss her a ton. Uh, she was my first coach. Uh, she's my only coach, honestly. Um, I've talked to her literally every day since she retired. Uh, she, uh, you know, I was checking in and she told me she got to play eight, 14 holes of golf yesterday. Uh, I said, why 14? She's like, ah, I'm not good. I, I just quit. So, uh, but she gets to do some fun stuff. Uh, for those who don't know, uh, Mark, her husband was, uh, was diagnosed with uh, stage three brain cancer, unfortunately. So um, she did need to make that decision uh, to take care of him. Uh, he has a, he has a business, a warehouse um, uh, storage uh, facility business um, that she's going to help take over. Uh, also right about this time, she, she did have her first grandchild as well. Uh, Cal. So, she did make that very tough decision uh, to to retire. Uh, she says she misses everybody. She loves everybody. She's loving the text that she's getting to, uh, by the way. So um, we're going to miss her a ton. Uh, you guys are stuck with me now. Uh, I am the new CEO of, of Ignite, and, and I'm really excited, guys. I, I'm so excited. Um, I've... I've been here since day one, maybe day two. I think maybe they had a meeting before the meeting, but uh, I was part of the very first formation of, of Ignite back in California in 2016, I think, or 15. I'll have to look up that date. But um, uh, if you guys need anything, I'm going to throw my uh, I'm going to throw my cell number in the chat. Um, I'm an email junkie as well. So I'm working Saturdays, Sundays, whatever. Uh, Text is really the best way to set up a call. If you guys, if you need anything, um, happy to happy to walk you through it. You can expect no major changes. Honestly, this this is a very healthy company. We are rolling, guys. We have an amazing, amazing team. I have been so I shouldn't say I shouldn't say pleasantly surprised because I already knew it was a good team. But man, it just fits the the personalities fit very well uh, on the Ignite Exec team, and everyone's got a lane, and and it's been and it's been so fun. Uh, and we're gonna we're gonna roll, right? You know, uh, we got some great ideas too. So it's not like we're we're gonna get stuck in a rut and just keep going forward on the same old stuff. We're gonna we're gonna try some new cool things as well. So uh, look forward to that. Look forward to all of you. Um, I love your support. So many people have reached out to me. I so appreciate that. Uh, I really do. And and uh, I'm gonna throw myself uh, in the in the chat like right now, and then I'm gonna pass this over to Kathy because we have two very amazing guests today. Uh, I made them come on, by the way. You have to hear from them. Uh, their energy is amazing. Uh, Tanner still owes me. Um, he did make a trip out to Indianapolis at one time for the final four, um, and he lost a key card to my condo. So uh, I knew you were going to bring that some, up. Uh, some uh, uh, crap on that. But um, I'm going to pass this over to Kathy. Kathy, uh, you take it over from here. I really appreciate it. So um, it was really, really my honor and pleasure to be able to interview both Tanner and um, Oliver in anticipation of this call. And, and the thing that, that was conveyed to me is how both of them have that background in athletics. So they truly play mortgages like a game. And so that's going to be the structure that we're going to stick to within this is how both of them viewed it as a game. And, and from that context, how they built their businesses. So let me start out by, um, Ollie, would you mind just sharing with us a little bit about your numbers, uh, where you were at last year, where you're at year to date? Sure, 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 sure. So, so first and foremost, thanks everybody for having me on here. See a lot of familiar faces, so I, I'm excited for it. Coach Walker's there looking fly as always with his Ignite shirt. Let's, let, let's rock. Um, but no, so last year um, I closed $128 million dollars 
That was my sixth full year in the business, uh, about 389 units. And again, as, as we always talk about, it, it's, a, it's a team thing with the processing help and the LOA and all that good stuff. But um, this year through June, uh, $52 million. Um, so, you know, pacing a little bit lower than last year, but I still think that I can put the burners on, right, um, and get it done. So that's kind of the last, the last year and a half in a nutshell. And can you also just share with us basically, um, just really quickly, last year, what was your percentage purchase to refinance? Because I think that's- About 70%, 70%. Yeah, and now this year I'm 91% of the 52 million. Excellent. Excellent. So we see he's on track with his numbers, but obviously there was a pivot for him to stay on track with his numbers if 30%, we can kind of assume 30% of what he had went by the wayside. So I think that's impactful. Tanner. Give us an insight into your numbers and, and also when, when you started. Yeah, and thank you so much for having us on. Uh, I'm, I'm kind of the little guy underneath Ollie right here. And so uh, <laughs> I started in 2019, in September 2019, and I did four loans total for a million dollars in 2019, all my friends and family. So I knew I just brand new, green as could be. Um, 2020, I knew you'd ask, so I wrote this down, 130 units for 27 and a half. Um, was lucky enough to win Rookie of the Year at Fairway in 2020. And then last year in 21, I did 196 for $51 million, um, which I'm not salty at all, Kathy, like I told you, but President's Club is 200 units or $52 million, And I was 196 for 51 and Sarah wouldn't budge <laughs> to let me go on the trip. So uh, <laughs> should have called Austin, but... <laughs> but he's over it now. Just in case yeah, you can't tell, now. he's over it now. <laughs> yeah, not a, not an issue. <laughs> yeah, no big deal so whatsoever. We be so we're right there. But and then this year, year to date, I am 122 units for 35 million. Um, yeah, last year I was 80 percent purchase to refi, and this year I'm 99 percent repurchase. So I got. I think I have three refis. Okay. I'm telling you, I have one cash out refinance right now from a divorce, and I forgot how to structure a refi, so I'm uh, working through that again. So. So, yeah. so again, what I want you to be aware of, and, and there was a question about those numbers that Ollie shared, those were his, not his team. So he does have a team, but those were specifically his numbers, which I think is important to note. Yeah, and so, that's, uh, not to hijack, but that's the one thing I'm actually the most proud of is, is the team that I work with. You know, they're, they're you know, maybe you're going to get to this, but six of the eight LOs are, are under 30, right? You know, so, and they're having record years. We've outpaced last year. Um, we're already, dang, you're close to $200 million as a collective team for this year. And that's over 90% purchase. So that's what I'm kind of most proud of is, is the teammates that I have with me, so. So when I think it comes down to environment, right? So what you're going to hear from both of these is they live in a different world than the world some of you may be hearing about where there's a lot of a lot of things that are impossible. For them, it's just, it's all about what's possible. So from the perspective of, of playing mortgages like it's a game, both of you started out by being able to identify and play to your strengths. So Ollie, can you share with us a little bit about that? When you transitioned into mortgages, what did you view as your strengths and how did you define those? Yeah, sure, 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 sure. I, I think that uh, naturally everyone has you know different strengths and, and evaluating that's your point is kind of the, the the foundation to build on. I've always been a firm believer, you know, in the face-to-face -face meeting. Love the belly-to-belly, face-to-face, call it whatever you want. Um, because I've just always knew that you know the good things typically will take time, 
right? Um, building on something, you're going to have to meet, you know, Tanner knows this, you're going to have to meet 100 realtors, right? Before you really start getting traction. And you're going to have to meet those 100 realtors multiple times, you know? Uh, and out of the starting block is, I still think this is sales, regardless of all the sweet tech that we have here and, you know, the Google and online, like that's awesome. But at the end of the day, I firmly believe it's about relationships, you know, building that with referral partners. And I have yet to find a way to streamline that other than shocker spending time right with the referral partners okay adding value to those referral partners um and again if someone has an idea of, of how to get away from that and get around that and not have to do that i'm all ears and uh, but from what i've learned it's evaluating through social media instagram facebook things like that to find commonalities right with some of these realtors okay and then you don't hold conversations you don't build relationships on a facebook messenger chat that's ridiculous to me right you take some commonalities kind of get a background um, on the referral partner and you simply say lunch dinner golf happy hour you name it cribbage doesn't matter right but the focus has to the focus has to be the face to face right tough over the last few years but not tough anymore everyone's you know uh, craving right and in my belief social interaction one on one time outside on the patios things like that and the value being provided in my opinion isn't hey we do VA loans and FHA loans and conventional loans i and Kathy we talked about this i don't even bring up mortgages Right. If they're meeting with me, they already know we not, not not to be funny, but we don't need to bore them with it. But what I'm more interested in who they are, what do they like to do, why they're in real estate? How can I help? Don't send me a deal for six months. I don't even talk about referrals. I just say, you know, give me a call myself if I have any questions I can answer for you. Right. To help, you know, your job. Uh move easier and help you make some money, right? And the idea is to meet as many people to let them know what you do, right? But you don't need to cram it down their throats, in my opinion. Um, and that's kind of where, where, where I'm at with it and where I've always started with it. Perfect. Thank you so much. How about you, Tanner? What, yeah, when I you mean, identified your strength, what was it? Yep. I mean, I should have talked with Ollie before this because I would say the exact same thing. Uh, getting started, I was brand new to the industry and all I knew was to build relationships, right? And that's still to this day, the number one selling point to his point of getting out there, meeting as many people as possible. And I was telling you the, what I do in every single first meeting with a realtor I have is have a pen and paper and that's it. I don't talk about mortgages. I don't bring up mortgages. I don't want to think anything about mortgages. Cause like I always said, mortgages are boring, right? We don't, we don't want to be here and boring with what we do and what they are. They know what we are. They know what our value is to them. They know Fairway as a brand that gets you in the door with as it is. And so all we have to do is show that we can turn around and have a good time with them and take them to get drinks or take them to go golfing or someone that you can have over for a weekend and do life with you. And that's when you start to see the referral start trickling in is when you can build that. So my strengths coming in was I knew I could be relationships. I knew that the way that I wanted to build my business was different than people that have been in the industry before. And that was that I wanted to be young, engaging, interactive on, he said, social media. That's a great way to find people. I'm pretty heavy on social media, but really with social media, I mean, you, you have people that are 40, 50 years old thinking I have to be on social media. I have to do this and this. I think the biggest piece of that is you just have to be your authentic self. Right, you don't have to do something that you see someone else do. And my authentic self was being a goofy guy on social media to break down those barriers, find referral partners, um, and be able to get that introduction. And then it's just doing life with these realtors and referral partners. And that's kind of where I struck gold is finding 
as many people that had commonalities as me, as many people that had common friends as me and then having friends introduce me and using that to get to leverage and start growing the business starting out. So what I, what I want y'all to hear is that each of them talked about the length of time it takes to build a true relationship. We talked about their, their expectation when they go into that first meeting with the realtor, isn't they're coming out with a deal, which because that's not their expectation, it changes the focus from them and, and what they want to what they can give. Both of them are relationship driven. They want to help the other person build a team. But moreover, I hope you heard, they're recruiting to their team. So again, if we go back to the concept of playing mortgages as a team, they're likely not inviting everybody onto their team from the perspective of a recruiting partner. They've identified who their, their ideal partner is and they go out with a specific avatar, so to speak, and they're recruiting. And when, and when you recruit to your team and you look at it as a game, you have a playbook. And so, Ollie, talk to me a little bit about what that playbook looks like for you. Yeah, yeah. I, I think a, a lot of it comes down to, and, and let me just kind of jump back quickly and I'll get back to that. The, the idea of, you know, meeting people face to face, like, I'm going to speak for myself that, like, it is exhausting, right? It, it is hard work. Like, let, let's be real with, with the challenges that we're facing daily. Um, because I think that's, that's a, a, the, the mental mindset that, that goes, that's wrapping into all of this, right? And, and real estate professionals right now, they feel it too. You know, we're all feeling it. But what a great way to share commonality, right? What a great way to buckle in together and say, how, you know, as a mortgage person, how can I help you? right? With whatever you're going through. Um, and, and to your point is the more people you can help, right? When you're going out, you're not, I mean, I never ask for the referral. Um, it's just, hey, let me just help you. And if that means that I can help you and you can send me a referral in a week, cool. But I, I'm a big show beats tell. And I tell my agents that, right? Where it's just like, hey, we can sit here and become friends. But at the end of the day, I need to show you, right? what I'm about, who I am as a person, right? And that's through action. That's not through talking quick over a 20 minute coffee. It's, it's a relationship building thing. And once you set the foundation with these real estate professionals, um, I, I think it becomes easier, right? To follow up with them because you're not asking for something that, you know, you're saying, Hey, how can I help? How's everything going? This is what I'm seeing in the market. Let's link up next week. Hope all is well. I'm working all weekend right? And you're calling a hundred realtors that in your mind, you don't want anything from. You're trying to help them with whatever question they might have. And the beauty is it might not be mortgage related. It could be, yeah, like my car's battery went out. And, well, I got a great guy over at Batteries Plus. You got to reach out to him. Okay. And again, we're working all the time. So it's, it's a broader scale to help, 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 right? Without any, like, I need something from you. And what I've learned is when you're so not desperate, right, for lack of a better term, people want to work with you, right? And, and the professionalism that, that, that just kind of oozes over to a real estate professional, when, when you show up prompt on time, you're having fun, but you're taking the mortgage thing really seriously, and you're backing up what you're talking about. I think it's a recipe for some pretty quick success, relatively speaking. Um, and I think that, that that's what I hold true in Tanner. Maybe that that echoes, you know, to what you do. 100%. So give us some insight for you, Tanner. What does that look like for you? Yeah, exact same. 
I'm building the exact same playbook. Very similar. That's how oh we came up. Oh my gosh, like, it's the exact same thing, Kathy. <laughs> you should have had us talk before, but no, just like he was saying, realtors can smell commission breath, right? Is what I call it. They can smell when you're in there for a deal and trying to get it from them. And that is not the relationship that we're trying to build and not at all. Um, one of my, my grit coach um, that I talked with, my Ignite grit coach, right when I first got started, brought up that she said once you take the realtor off the pedestal and realize that they're a business owner that's just trying to make it then you can become successful and just like ollie said going in that first meeting you're going in with any of the meetings that i still have to this day when you go in and you just generally want to help someone then you can become beyond successful because they don't see you as someone that's a predator they see you someone as a friend and when you become a friend friends want to work with friends right and so my strategy is simply to have meet as many people as possible. When I first got started, I reached out to all of my friends, all of my sphere of influence and asked them if they knew anyone that was a real estate professional, financial professional, or someone in the service industry. Because all he mentioned it without mentioning it, he has a playbook of people that he can refer out. Someone's car broke down, he has a car guy. That's the whole goal is to become a helper and become someone that knows everyone so you can send people ways anyway, anytime. And so my playbook is simply go in there, meet as many as possible and help. And once you get over this commission breadth or that you're a mortgage guy trying to get deals and you are simply there to become a friend and do life with this person together who's going through the same struggles you are, you can become successful. Tanner, can you share with us your concept of the triangle of trust? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So this is huge. And I, I still use it to this day almost as, as much as I can is the triangle of trust. And what it is, is when I first got started, I reached out to everyone in my sphere of influence that I possibly knew that knew that I was a, I was a genuinely trying to help people, right? The people that have my back without knowing what I do or what I can do. And I, and I asked them simply, do you know any real estate professionals or someone in this industry I'm trying to get started? And the only way to get started is to connect with as many people as possible. And all of a sudden, these people that you've helped and have trusted your whole life are, want to help you. And so they always like, yeah, absolutely. I would love to refer you to so-and-so, just, just like if someone asked us. And so as soon as someone tells me they would love to refer me, I say, hey, that's amazing. Could you put us in a group text? and introduce us that way it's not it's a warm introduction and i can turn around and meet the people face to face knowing that you're the one that referred and so the triangle of trust is what it is is the person that's referring you to the referrer the person that you're trying to work with putting you guys rather in a group text a group email a phone call anything where it is all three of you together to break down that barrier because if i'm reaching out to someone via instagram messenger versus someone that helped this realtor buy a, or that realtor helped buy a home two years ago all of a sudden wants to help you'll be 75% more successful instantly because you have that little bit of trust from a former client or friend coming in before you. And then all it is is going in with the enthusiasm, energy, being yourself, and seeing if this person, this realtor, whoever the referral partner is, wants to do life with you, and you come alongside them. And then it's, like you said, it takes six to nine months to build a relationship. But once it is, then that person's good for life. So the triangle of trust what? is huge, and it's something I still use every day to this day. I love that. And and what I observed in both of you, and I'd love for you to address it, is I think because you played sports, you knew that there was this concept of practice. You knew what practice was, and, and you knew what it was to earn your place on the team. And so I believe it gave you a realistic perspective of how long it takes to really build a business. So Ollie, can you talk about that concept? Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. I mean, I was, I was, uh, I play a little basketball overseas in Europe, and I, the, the day I landed, um, I was carrying bags 
right? So you, you go through high school, right? Freshman, you're carrying bags for the varsity players, right? College, you're carrying bags for the older guys. And then I'm thinking, okay, yeah, I made it, man. You know, making some money, hooping, stuff like that. And then I'm there literally carrying these dudes' bags again, right? So so my, my, my point to that is it's the mental, right? Refresh and reset where you're always climbing the mountain, right? You stop, you enjoy where you're at, you look around, but you just keep climbing. Is something that I think that is a, is a super important part to this because the the practice of what we do is this is the consistent habits right it's the things that we talk about myself personally and with the team is hey it's a non negotiable that we need to get our butts out of our chairs right and we need to meet ten people belly to belly face to face a week we gotta stay busy we gotta stay rocking we gotta stay rolling we gotta stay connected right and for me and not to speak for Tanner but the rest of the, the younger cast of my team it, it's kind of all we've known. Right. So we're creating a practice schedule. So when the lights come on and the game is there and the realtor calls us with a lead or calls us with someone that wants to take an app or purchase agreement, we're ready to perform. Right. Because we're, 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 we're working on the craft constantly and consistently. Right. So I feel like that's a big thing from a mental shakeup, because with the change from 20 to 21, there's a lot of people that have had a lot of success in years prior and during those years that just don't really know or want or or finding that urge right to get back out there and my thing is start small right if you want to be a great three-point shooter for example you don't just roll in the gym and start jacking up threes from 30 feet away right you start getting a rhythm with your form right your consistent habits really close to the basket right so if we're getting back in the street it's like maybe you got to meet two people two new people a week, right? Start small and build on that because that's the great thing about this industry is once you're finding that rhythm and you have these consistent activities be built out, you can see your business snowball, right? You can see yourself having success through the consistent tasks that you're holding yourself accountable to. And then any success feels great because you're creating it through your practice. Just my two cents on it. Thanks, Ollie. How about you, Tanner? What's your perspective on that? Yep. It's the consistency of every single day. And just like always said, it's never going to get easier, right? People have this vision that it's going to, if I could just get to this point where I hire a production partner, it's going to get easier. If I can just get to this point where I can hire another loan officer on my team, it's going to get easier and then it's going to get easier. And we, I just watched this video by Kara Lawson, that Kara Lawson, the head coach, Duke women's basketball coach that said, do hard better right? And you just grow to do hard better. And it is so impactful. And sorry, I just saw, uh, I just saw Ray's comment about some trash talking, but, <laughs> but anyways, um, we, you're constantly growing in this entire environment and it is just reshaping what you believe, what you can do to become the best version of yourself. So when you get called to the plate, just like always said, you're ready to perform. And I saw another comment that said, how many meetings per week? It's hard to give an exact number, but like you said, maybe it's just getting started. Maybe it's just picking up the phone and making the calls to your old friends and checking in because it's so impactful just to do a check-in call. And so it's just more of getting started and leaning into those habits and creating good habits that lead to the snowball effect. And then once you get quote unquote busy, don't slow down on green activity and be behind a computer, figure out a process that works behind the scenes so you can turn around and keep growing your business because my, when my business quote unquote started to take off was when I met with my processor and got behind the scenes dialed in 
Uh, I was I was on thin thin air for three or four months because I was doing these activities and I was doing a roller coaster, right? Oh my gosh, what's going on? Once I met with my processor, sat down and really dialed in how I can get out of files as much as possible because I love relationships and being belly to belly is all he puts it. That's when my business started to snowball. And so I think it's one, it's getting out there, being comfortable making the phone calls and just doing small steps to get to where you can be. And then two, it's having the process dialed in on the back end so that you can continue to do it when you hit that success because success is going to come if you do the work. And it, everyone measures success differently. But if your success is to grow your business, then you can turn around and grow your business exponentially and pretty dang quick, like Ollie said, if you just put in the day-to-day -day works and you don't even know where it came from. You're three years in like I am and all of a sudden you're like, how did this come to be? And so build the process on the back end. Don't forget the front end work and then turn around and just see what can happen. Yeah. And my biggest thing with, with that is just, it's going to be hard. Like no one said this was easy, right? And you can make all this money and it's easy and you can put forth 10 hours a week and it's just all going to happen for it. Nothing like that, right? I, you know, I'm only 30, but I figure that out pretty early on, right? If something's worthwhile, you better, you better buckle up and let's get to it, right? So and that's, that's the beauty of this industry. That's the beauty of what we have at Fairway. It's like you have a lot of success. Heck, it's because of the work you're putting in, right? And if you're not where you want to be, that's fine right? But let's build something out. Let's build some consistent activities and some habits where you can track yourself. You can hold yourself accountable. And for a guy like me, I like seeing how many face-to-face -face meetings. I like tracking the apps. I like talking to leads and saying, how do I get better? Because it was never promised that it was going to be easy, right? I was telling Stein, I was telling Stein, the, one of the worst things ever, right? You guys are thinking, you're thinking I'm crazy. What's this, what's this kid talking about? The worst things ever was 2020 and 2021. Right, because everybody got lazy, you know, and and laziness, like you, you lose some of your skill, you lose some of your touch, right? When things are are getting too easy, so I'm looking at you know at this year, it's been a blast, it's been harder, but to think that something that's so worthwhile is ever going to be easy, right? Or you're not going to have to literally strike out for 18 months. Say you're brand new or you're getting back into the purchase world. It's okay to strike out. I've really struck out six times this morning, right? This day alone, lost this, lost that, this went sideways, but just you embrace it and you take it for what it is and you make it a game. You can have a lot of fun, even with it being hard right now. Absolutely. Right. And kind of just eating off Ollie right there, when he says making it a game at the end, if you can make it a game that you're out there just to help people and want to see others succeed, you can be, you'll be not turned down by getting eight or 10 no's, right? Or you won't be turned down by someone that you spent three to six months growing, not sending you any referrals whatsoever. And you're still trying to help them and you're meeting coffees and doing all the activities, but you're not seeing any productivity. When you should get that mindset shift change to, I'm genuinely going to help them until it comes, it will come, but it takes six to nine months to build a re uh, relationship, right? And so it's gonna take time. And once that comes, then it's not gonna stop if you have the back end ready to do it. And so just like always saying, you're gonna get shut down. But if your mindset is constantly, okay, that's fine. I'll just, I wanna help someone else. So we'll just go on to the next one. You're going, yeah. it's, it's a game at that point and you can't be trained by until known. Rookie and Ollie, I gotta ask you guys a question. I'm, I wanna get, cause I'm gonna jump in here. I know I shouldn't be, but I'm just gonna, Go for it, rookie, okay? In game time. Here's the deal. You guys both have basketball backgrounds, okay? Basketball practices were two and a half hours a day. You had five or six coaches staying in every corner yelling at you 
five or six hours, you know, two, three, two to three hours a day was basketball practice. Not every basketball practice went well. T take an athletic background and approach it to here. Because did you get better right away? You had to work at it and 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 work at it. And did you have, did you have a great practice every day, Ali? Did you? Have no, I, I, th I think that honest, honestly, I think that I can think of two or three times or my, or any of my coaches, right. We're like, you know what? That was a great practice. Every time it was like, that was, you know, a swear word. If I could stay here for two more hours, I do, but get out of my sights. Right. Kind of thing. And that was you tailor made, right. Where you're, you, where you're going for perfection every day, you're shooting for it. You're striving for it, but it's never perfect. Ask any coach that anyone's ever played for, right? And that's kind of what what shaped it into me. Where very very rarely was, you know what? Let's stop practice because everybody's perfect, you know. And you take that into mortgages where we're all screwing up daily, right? But what we're learning, right? And we're trying to do better every single time. And that's like why fairway is different because to Jake's point, like the the culture that we have, the ignite that we have right now is like my, one of my favorite years playing basketball, Tanner, you're going to laugh at this. We went one and 25. <laughs> we won the second game of the season and we lost, right? Every single game. Okay. And you guys are like, what are you talking about? But the guys on that team, right? Team, T-E-A-M. It was so much fun. You know, the, the, the accolades, the, the, the highlight year, that wasn't it. But I had so much fun and got so much better because of the people around me, right? And that's, I think, what's special about Ignite and Fairway, honestly, right? That you're, we're having fun, right? It might go like this, volume, and, and we'll keep playing, right? But I'm having a blast with the people here. And I feel like that's a really important piece of what we're doing is the team, right? Is the culture going one in 25, being a little bit competitive like I am. It's not fun, right? Right. For, for that aspect of it, but getting to know these guys and working together for something bigger than ourselves. Like that's what we're doing now, right? In this mortgage game with these realtors getting back in the street. And that's what is fun about it. Yeah. Yeah. Jake, I didn't even know you're on. So good to see you, man. <laughs> Well, look, rookie, let's talk sports here. And everybody's going to say, dude, you should get off this call. But the discipline, the consistency, the discipline, you saw how many practices in your life? Guesstimate. 2,000 to 5,000. Many. Rookie was a college-level coach. Yep. He had, he had a, a, a time with an NBA team. Not going to go into that today. But rookie saw the best of the best. And when you, when you watch the disciplines of these people, it's all about the work. If you stop working, your, your talents diminish. They just right. do. It's human nature. But if you do the work, if you do the math, Google doing the math by Kobe Bryant and watch that little clip of Kobe. Um, it's about a two, three minute video about about going forward and going. It doesn't happen this way. It doesn't happen quickly. It doesn't. But if you do the math and the competition doesn't it doesn't do the work and you do the work. It's all about doing the work. Now, right. the work, maybe Nicole Ruth, you know, planning two, three hours for a presentation. That's part of doing the work. But right now it's about doing the work, whatever that is. And it's not just necessarily answering the phones like we had to for two years. We answer right. the phones and we do the work. Now you got to go get it. So what? Who cares? Big whip. Go do the work. All right. I'll shut up. I'm sorry. Pistol no, Pete. Thanks, Steve. That was great. So just to recap, what, what we're going to do is send out a, a follow-up to this where I got to interview all these guys and they broke down what it is to play mortgage as a game to Steve's point. 
exactly what that looks like. The consistency around practice, the, the recruiting winners to your team, making sure you're recruiting people around you. Successful people want to be around other successful people. You need to get to that level of success to work with the people you want to work to, with. And in order to do that, you got to accept the need to practice. And you may have to sit on the bench a long time before you get called into the game. But when your realtor calls you into the game, you better play at the most excellent level because you're not going to get a second chance. That's the point of practicing over and over and over again. So play your heart out, get to the top. And I want to finish up with just one quick game about with Tanner, because we talk about how winners never always find a way to make things work. So can you just tell us really quick, because I loved it about your first time home buyer seminar, the first one you did. <laughs> yeah. So I was brand new to the industry um, and was in 2019, like I said, I did 1 million total and had four loans over six months. So you guys can do the math. I was low on funds and I didn't want to stop. I knew I had to get in. I had this first chance with a realtor and we had a did plan a first time home buyer seminar meeting and had 25 people to 30 people say they're going to show up, which is amazing turnout. And I didn't have anything, any funds whatsoever, but we planned this out to be what's called uh, margs and mortgages is what that was called. And so we had this, this event and I had to turn around. and was like, I can't cater in food, but we got to have food for these people. So I spent my whole day, making a taco bar. <laughs> I, if you know me at all, I can't cook to save my life, but I made the, the meat, the rice, the beans, the cheese, everything, had it all laid out, brought it to the place. And from that day forward, I told myself I was never going to make less, or I was always going to make enough to cater in food because I knew I couldn't, but I didn't let it stop me from doing the work. Right. And that's a lot of people like, oh, I, if I only did this deal, I could do this event, or if I could do this, you just have to start, just got to start. And it, it's, you're going to mess up, you're going to fail, but the best people just start and figure out from their failure what it is. And that's kind of where I think Ollie and I both could, could say we had a little bit of success is we just started. And I love that story because I hear a lot, I don't have the money to do this or I don't have the money to do that. I can't do that resource. When you are used to playing the game at a high level, you always find a solution. There is everything is figure outable. There is always a way, even it's around, it's over, it's under, it's whatever it, it needs to be to get through. And, and that's what I see in both of these guys and that athletic background really shines through. So thank you to both of you a lot. I really appreciate it. I will turn it over to you, Austin, because I wasn't watching the chat room. So I don't know if we have a couple minutes for questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kathy, number one, you did amazing. Thank you so much. You do, thank you, you Kathy. do a great job. Oh, thank you, yeah, thank you Kathy. I love, love, love uh, Ahi and Tanner's energy. It is the best. Hey, I did want to remind everybody, uh, If so we do send these calls out afterwards, right? So you're going to get these in your email. However, if you want to go back and look at past calls, you can. Uh, it's on your podcast. So just go to uh, iTunes or Google Play, uh, and you can actually subscribe there uh, to Fairway Connect. So uh, if you have any questions on that, reach out. Um, two quick questions for me. Ali, can you still dunk? <laughs> Uh, yes. All right. Tanner, have you ever been able to dunk? Uh, in high school. My senior nice. year in high school, I could nice. do it. But, but now, no, not a chance right now. I'm, I'm a five, if you don't know how tall, I'm 5'10". So, uh, <laughs> yeah. And, and, and if I, if I, my goal is, you know, get back to a certain goal. I'm actually playing Greg Steinhaus down in Porridge on an outdoor court. Oh, right? no. So after, after I get past that? 100 million whoa, whoa, in purchase. Whoa, 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 wait, wait, wait. Uh, when's that happening, big boy? Yeah, it's a late late fall. Steiny's got to get back into shape, but we're going two dribble max, first to eleven. We're going to televise this. We're going Facebook Live. We're going Fairway All Live on this video. Uh, I, I'm just gonna I'm gonna send you guys 
uh, how he was dancing this morning. No, this is 10 days ago. I'm going to send this to you right now. I think Austin's seen this so far. I don't know if you clicked on that, Austin. Um, we call him Johnny T. Disco, and I'm just sending it to you, Ollie, and Rookie. Perfect. Right now. I think we get, we're going to have to get some action on that one. We're, we'll have to have some that, side that should, is this, should it go to, Who should this go to? I'll send it to Brother Ray. He'll figure it out. Yeah, absolutely. Brother Ray can figure all that stuff out. Uh, uh, you want to see this picture. Uh, this is the infamous. This is a classic. Yeah. So this is who you're playing. This is this is the boy. This is. Well, and I'm working on a fat head actually for my basement. A oh, big wow. fat head poster of Steiny grabbing well, that. There you box. go. You see it. <laughs> Guys, this is so good. Thank you, Weezy, for jumping in. I, you know, I want to also bring in Pistol Pete. Um, Pistol is fairway famous for those that don't know Pistol. Uh, Pistol's up in the Madison area. Always has such good uh, recap for us and, and words of advice. So, Pistol, will you want to take this over here for a second? You got it. <clears throat> Jeez, I love the sports background. And let me throw a quick story. You did 27 years ago, my son was 17 years old, and I got a basketball court in my backyard, and I beat all he and his buddies in both 21 and uh, horse. And if you subtract 27 from 88, that still leaves you a pretty good game. And I know Jake really coined the name Pistol, but those guys gave me a little pistol at that time too. I can only suggest that you listen to what Tanner and Oliver are saying. I love the face-to-face. -face. It's the only way to go it. And, and do things and get out and just make it happen. And it's a tough market now and it's hard work. And you talk about, you gotta practice what you do and you learn by practicing and you gotta learn by the ask. And everybody knows I'm a diehard uh, Green Bay Packer fan and a Vince Lombardi guy. And here's another quote of his, there's only one way to succeed in anything, and that is to give it everything. So listen to these guys. It's fantastic. And sports uh, do make the difference for everybody. And Austin and Kathy, thanks for having me on. Love to do it. So, so Pistol, since you're so good at this stuff, and Ali, you got a basketball game, we got to show you what you got to play against, okay? Because yeah. the, the truth is, and it's always the truth here, Ali. <laughs> This was this was like ten or eleven days ago. So I'm gonna I'm gonna put this up here because Brother Ray will get it to people. Now keep in mind we call we call Greg Steinhaus because he's so old. We call him JTD. We call him Johnny T Disco because he's back in the '70s. He likes to disco. Now I now folks, I know this is gonna sound strange. We've known somebody for over 40 years. You do mess with each other, okay? But this this happened ten days ago. I'm gonna try to play it for you. At least you'll hear the music. And there was a little bit of sound bite in there. I was trying to I was trying to roll with with the music. I don't know if it worked, but here it is. I'm not, not going to spot them those points I was going to do with those moves. We're going zeros. I'm, I'm not giving him three right. extra points. That, that happened like ten days ago. I don't know what to tell you. That's <laughs> brother Ray. Brother Ray, we're gonna. That may be a branch manager meeting intro. <laughs> Absolutely, brother. Absolutely. There was a Portage Jazz Fest, and he decided to come to retirement for the Portage Jazz Fest. 
We probably should send that out to a, that should be an ignite all right there. Hey, three words for you, big boy. We <laughs> will see. Oh. We will see. <laughs> Coming out of the shadows right there. Yeah, out of the shadows. Oh, oh, the whole time. We will see. Those are classic. <laughs> you know, the only we're a little worried about that clip-on tie that you had on with the suit. We're a little bit concerned about that. And and uh, Yuleberg's closed down in Florida, so I don't know where you got the suit. Um. <laughs> well, guys, thank you so much for being on. Jake, thank you for your support. Um, Wheezy jumping in, Pistol Pete, Ollie, Tanner, Kathy, everybody. Um, I do want to make a quick mention. Uh, Fairway is, uh, we have a new webinar coming out. It's going to be Fairway Assist, uh, or I'm sorry, Ignite Assist. Um, and this is for people that are, are doing uh, two or less loans. Um, so if you are a manager, or you're out there doing two or less loans, um, you want to jump on that. It's completely free. Steve Walker sent out a uh, an email about that yesterday. We'll probably send that out again uh, uh, this week. So two or less loans, this is really going to help those people. Um, uh, Ray, do you want to, for those that don't know, we run to the war to end this. Ray, you want to take that over? Uh, I would be yeah. happy to. Yeah, go ahead. Was Sorry. that easy? <laughs> no, this is Kathy. Oh, Just Kathy. really hey, quick, y'all. Uh, at, at the end of every, as we send out the recording, we've attached all of the salient points from the call. So please print those out, keep them next to your desk. It's one thing to be in the call. You got to execute on this. So print it out, remind yourself of what you learned here, pick one thing and execute. Please, please, please. If anyone has any questions, have them send us an email or text. Literally, you know, the salt summon here, just text or email us and we'll get them answered too. Yeah, I'll say the same thing. If, if I could be of any, of any help, right, um, in the future to anybody, you know, not that, you know, my word's gospel, but I'm all, more than happy to, to talk through um, any questions that anybody has to see if I could help in any way. So we appreciate that. You, too. Thanks. That's, you guys are that's awesome. Amazing thank stuff right thank there. you. The give you back. Do. That's awesome. That's the fairway way is the give back. All right, Ray, all you, buddy. Well, let's do two things. First of all, let's let's blow Sarah a kiss, right? Everybody, blow Sarah a kiss here. Come on, everybody together. Let's blow her, blow her a kiss here, and we're and she'll hear this. So and wave at her for it. Hi, Sarah. Right here we go. And running to the roar is coming up to the screen with your uh, paws up there and a big smile. Ready? One, two, three. Run to the roar, everybody. Right, just like this. Here we go. All right, brothers. Thanks, everybody. All right. Enjoy the rest of your Thursday. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Bye.